Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio and People's Choice Award nominated podcast. Hello. Teddy can't hear anything. (laughs) Did you get it? We're off to a rocky start. Hello, everybody. (laughs) We are scrubbing in, and I mean, let's just get right to it. We have Teddy Mellencamp in the building. Oh, thank you guys for having me. You brought us a special guest. Well, you know, I, I had to bring around my uh, my hunky husband for the workout. <laughs> it's important. We just had Thanks a really good work. Him. Yeah, we're. Thanks for having him. Did you say having no, him? No, ha- having me. <laughs> having us. I was gonna say having us. Having me. You guys, I'm obsessed with the two of you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because, Teddy, you are on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you have amazing children, you have your own accountability program that I am a part of, and Edwin, you started your company from the ground up, you have an amazing story, and also, you have such a great marriage, but you're so good individually, like, I just truly admire both of you individually, and I think it's really cool when two powerhouse people come together, because you build an empire. Thank you. I think the biggest thing for us is we are constantly telling each other it's one foot in front of the other and something good is going to come of it if we just keep going. We don't know what it's going to be all the time. We're not always we don't have our like finger right on the pulse like this is where we're going. But every single day we wake up early, we set our intentions and we do our best to complete them. You just described Tanya's dream relationship. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Truly. He's mine. <laughs> it's something to aspire to. Yeah, there's an Edwin out there for me. There is. But I want you to know it's not always perfect. Right. It's not always perfect. You have to work on it and you have to constantly be in communication because the second that communication is lost, you start to lose intimacy. You start mm-hmm. to lose what it is that you love about each other. And if you can't laugh and you can't cry together, then you lose part of what it is that you love about that person. I have a question. What if he, what if he, I'm, I can tell by looking at him that he enjoys working out and eats clean, I'm assuming. Sometimes. No, he really doesn't. <laughs> Wait, really? He's just one of those hashtag blessed. Unfortunately. You get, do you get on to him? No. I, I, I eat well like 80% of the time. And then 20% of the time I'm, I'm sort of a mess. He's like fully off the rails. But while <laughs> he's doing it, he's co- constantly commenting. Like he'll look at me and he'll be like, well, it's just for today. I'm like, I, yeah, I'm sure, buddy. But at this point, I... I don't even think about it, but he'll be on his like fifth bag of chips and he's like, well, it's just, you know, it's because it's the afternoon. I'm like, OK, yeah, because it's the afternoon. <laughs> chips, ice cream and cheesecake are the three things I can't live without. Wow. Yeah. That's a solid food group right That's there. Yeah. He's all that. in. <laughs> well, it's funny because like obviously when the last time we did the podcast, we kind of talked about the program and like Tanya doing that with you and how it totally changed her life and I mean, it totally changed her body, but it really changed your life, like your life and the way that you view working out and eating healthy and being healthy. Yeah. And now Teddy follows me. And <laughs> if I talk about getting food or a snack, she'll be like, what snack? And I'm like, listen, I'm not doing the program right now. <laughs> but you did reach out once. So I've reached out, a, I think, twice. twice. <laughs> this is what, no, this is what Teddy does. Like, you'll, like, dip your toe in and you'll kind of, like, have interest, but she won't, like, take I, you on. I won't ask committed. you, but I'll, I'm just subliminally there. Just reminding, like, your tweet. I can't even remember what you tweeted, but you did this, like, mass <laughs> tweet, and I just wrote back, 
Hey. <laughs> I didn't even know you followed me on Twitter at that point, so that kind of scared me. It was like a, just a very eerie, hey, like I, I'm watching you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, I I even get into my... Just so you know, I would have never said that had you not reached out once and oh, said you yeah, wanted to change. I'm not one of those people trolling the internet like, I wonder if they want to change their lifestyle. But <laughs> you won't you won't take anybody on unless they're 100% committed. Never. I remember because I did the same thing. I dipped my toe in and was like, boop, 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 but I can't do this. And she was like, okay, come back to me. I was like, okay. She's like, but there's, she set up all these different expectations for herself for me to have from the beginning. And I was like, well, that's neat. Well, when you're ready, come back. I'm not really <laughs> interested. This isn't your program, Tanya. Yeah, We're not yeah. doing your program. You're but, on my program. But I mean, you've completely embraced it. You've changed your life. I've seen a difference in your attitude and your confidence. And, you know, you start asking for things that you didn't ask for before. And yeah. you start expecting things that you didn't think you expected before. I think the thing that, and I've told Teddy this too, is like it, it did, it definitely did change me physically, but I think mentally too, because I think when you're kind of at this place and you don't really think you have, you think you need the most expensive trainers and you need like a chef to cook you all mm -hmm. this like food. And like, that's really not what you need. And I did the program. I lost 16 pounds. It's I not know. like a small chunk of change. Like that's like a significant amount of weight. And I didn't have to hire a chef or a crazy it's not like trainer. you're doing this huge expense that you have to mm -hmm. spend for the rest of your life no. to be able to maintain your lifestyle change. Right. And I think, you know, when you live in a place like L.A. where everything is like so extravagant, like you have to do everything to the tens. Like not only do you need the personal trainer, you need the personal chef, but you also need to buy these sets of classes at all of these different mm -hmm. locations. And all of a sudden you're out thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars. And yet you haven't changed. Right. I have a question, though, because I feel like I've talked to some of my friends who have done your program and they say, I'm like, well, can because they're like, I'm going to I'm going to get back on Teddy. Like I got off. I like went off the rails. And I'm like, are you not at a point where you can do it like, you know how to do it or what to do? And they're like, there's something about like, can you explain what it is that you do? Because it's it's not just because you, you would think, oh, I could say, like, hey, Tanya, let's hold each other accountable. But there's something that you do that... The difference is, so, and why sometimes you'll have returning clients, and sometimes you won't, and, you know, it really depends. I feel like some people start because they want to change their physical appearance. They see a big change, and then they're like, woohoo, I'm good to go. Yeah. But then they don't realize all the work that you have to continue putting into it to make that a yeah. complete lifestyle change. And at first, you can get away with it. Yeah. At first, you can get away with sliding. Uh -huh. And then you realize, uh-oh. I got myself in over my head again, and now I need a little bit of help to get back. My goal isn't that somebody is a client forever, mm -hmm. but my goal is for you to be able to get to a place where you know when you're starting to slip and to be able to pull yourself back in mm -hmm. without me. But if you continue on with me, I will make this such a habit for you uh -huh. that ultimately you won't need me or one of my coaches or whomever it is. Like at this point, I don't every day wake up motivated and wanting to do this. Mm -hmm. But I do it because it's a habit and I've changed my life. Right. And I don't give myself, it's a non-negotiable at this point. Mm -hmm. So ha you're not always going to be motivated or inspired. It's the habits and routines that'll get you through those days where you don't feel like doing things. Right. And that's really what separates, you know, the, the uh, what, what makes people great is when you can do things on those days that you don't want to do them. And that's when those habits and routines come in. So, it's so we're almost, huge on that stuff, habits and routines. Do y'all do you feel like as a partnership that y'all hold each other accountable? Like if she's having a down day, are you like, come on, let's go? Oh yeah, okay. yeah she does yeah. the same thing to me we too. We do so the it, same thing, great. but truthfully, at this point, you know, we we kind of will make a joke in the morning. You know, one of us will always be a little like, 
groggier. We, you know, we get up and we, we, you know, I do my five minute journal. He reads the Bible, like we do our things. And then if we see that per the other person not like moving to that next step, I'm like, we gonna get after it today? Let's do this. You know, you give them that, each other that little push. But we're also aware that that doesn't happen for everybody. Everybody right. doesn't have that. Yeah. And until you put it in yourself, it's not gonna matter. I mean, I was telling my girlfriends who were just here about when I first wanted to change, and Edwin always worked out, and mm -hmm. I would just, I would fly by the wind, whatever I felt like doing, and how comfortable I felt in my own skin at that time. Uh -huh. um, and he would, he would say, let's go work out. And I'd be like, give him this look, like what, I need to work out? Right, <laughs> yeah. right. What are you trying to say? <laughs> you know, so it's yeah. just, it's really in, within you. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, a lot of people will, like come to me and they're like, you work out every day. How do you do that? And I'm like, it's not like I'm doing a ten every day. I'm not like, f like running a million miles every single yeah, day. Some I, days I'm tired. Some days I'm on my period, and I'm like gonna go at a two. Yeah, but I'm still day, gonna yeah, take time active. for myself. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like for you, it's all, like it's gotten to the point where it's like therapy for you because you're just like. Also, sorry, this is off subject, but I just it came to my mind and I wanted to bring it up. Is that trainer that we just worked out with single? He is. He is. Oh my gosh. Wait, Tanya. People were texting me while you were working out. I'm not kidding. Hey, what about that guy with Tanya? Me too. What about that guy she with was Tanya? Like glaring hey, at me. Why is it well, Tanya? Why not Becca? So, uh, before, well, the text said Tanya. Yeah, before we started, I actually Don't spoke to Don't get anybody in trouble in here. <laughs> and I said, I think both of these girls are single. And you're, you're single. And he said, yes. So... And he's a really good guy. He's a he really is. nice guy. He kept I've known coming him for... over to Tanya, telling how great her form was. Oh! Speaking of, I have a question for Teddy. Yes. It's, I'm changing the subject. You're welcome. So I know that <laughs> you guys, I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. You guys worked together in the yes. program, but you're friends also. And I noticed in the workout that you had your girlfriends here. I saw Kyle and Lisa because I know them too. And is it weird if you're working with friends? Do you know what I'm saying? Advising them, whether it's on their workout or like their diet or making sure they're sticking to what they're supposed to be doing. Well, in regards to like Lisa and Kyle and Denise and Dorit who are, who are here today, I, I'm not their lifestyle coach. And I keep it very clear. If one of them wanted to join the program and do the entire program, it wouldn't be weird because I keep it very separate. Yeah. This is, it's business, it's not personal. Mm -hmm. Even though it's a very personal thing to share when you're feeling vulnerable or when you're feeling scared about making a lifestyle change, it, I don't cross the, that line. And so, and, but you know, in this case, they came to support the workout and it was a different story. But if ever they were to reach out and say, I actually really want to do the program. I, I mean, I- well, What I, about if you have to be tough on Tanya, but you guys are friends. It is funny. You, uh, it is funny that you say that because sometimes like if I do something and I know like I'm disappointed in myself, it's almost harder for me to like admit it to you. Cause I'm like, I messed up. But, and, but I, it's but more about myself also, than like, it's not, I'm able to read kind of Tanya's mood at this point <laughs> and how she's feeling and what she needs that day. Right. So some days I can tell Tanya's like on fire. Do you mind me? No, no, openly? go ahead. Okay. Some days I know Tanya's on fire and she's feeling great. And on those days, I'm just like her number one cheerleader, like, let's do this. And then some days she'll get a little down on herself. And I'm like, listen, honey, put your big girl panties on and let's go after this day because... You need to kill it and you can, and you can't be this persona that says you're killing it and then not feel it inside. So dig deep, you've got this, I know you do. You had it yesterday. Yeah. And just get and yourself there today. Do the other girls, I mean, I love Lisa and Kyle, like, 
so much. So do they ever ask for advice or? No, I mean, I wouldn't say they necessarily ask for it. It's more of like a joke within our friend group. Like, it's like, yeah. what do you think if I eat the muffin? I'm never going to reach out and try to give my opinions to somebody who's not wanting to make that type of change. They all work out. They like what they're doing. They live healthy lifestyles. I've helped a lot of their friends, actually. Their friends have oh. reached out and our clients. So it's more word of mouth. And it's really people that want to make a big lifestyle shift yeah i think the name all in is so perfect for it because you truly have to be all in like you can't you really can't half-ass it like it's you have to be committed and it's really just committed to yourself it's committed truly. to yourself and it's committed i've noticed so much that people will comment so much on what you're doing and give you their opinions and how they feel and how it's not what you're doing isn't right for them mm-hmm and as soon as you realize, I don't really care right. what's right for you. And and this is what's right for me. This is what makes me feel good. I don't care if everybody else is, you know, wants to sleep in. I'm going to get up and go on a run. Not because I'm trying to make you feel bad. If you're taking it that way, that's on you. Yeah. I'm doing it to make myself feel good because then I'm going to be happier. I'm going to be more fun. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I struggle with anxiety, you know, pretty bad. And it's what makes me feel good yeah well we have a, a lot of our listeners actually talk about how they struggle with anxiety and depression like how do i get out of that and i've always heard that like being in a routine and changing your diet and in exercising is like a huge natural like antidepressant pretty yeah, much yeah like, i mean it's like a, it's uh, you know your prozac yeah it, if you can get up and you can do something every day you get up you take a shower you go do something for yourself before you go to work or before you you know your kids wake up or whatever it is that you are doing in your life you're gonna feel better than if you lay in bed on social media looking at it like looking at people having the perfect life and blah mm -hmm. blah blah you're gonna get down on yourself if you get out and do something for you you're not there focusing on what everybody else is doing yeah, it's true. I think the first 10 minutes of the day set your day. Mm -hmm. And if the first thing you do is pick up social media, it's the worst thing you can do because everyone's living this fantasy life. Everyone's just putting how great life is. Mm -hmm. So you'll automatically get depressed when, you, when you're seeing everybody have this great life, supposedly, right? Yeah. So those first 10 minutes set the tone. Um, so you got to be careful with that social media as soon as you wake up. Yeah. I, I have a question. What? How did you um, respond with like all the cameras being in your life all the time um at first <laughs> can i tell him the true story at first but no i think at first i was so nervous that i'd have to drink a shot right before the cameras would, would come on but but then i uh filled the tequila up with water and that's when it that, that was the cue to stop so that was, that was, that was like listen if this is going to be your life with us filming then i'm just not gonna ha like I'm not gonna invite you on these dates <laughs> like because that's not who you are you're not a person that needs to take a shot before yeah. we go do something no. so I mean it's I don't even notice that any cameras are there because truthfully it's our real life mm -hmm. nothing's scripted yeah. when you hear anything like that that's obscene but he just wasn't used to having anyone else around yeah yeah so I mean but he doesn't yeah. do that anymore Whew, that was a little bit dodgy so now I just drink coffee right before I'm on the film get your energy levels up get my energy levels up exactly yeah I do have to say your story is very inspiring oh yeah thank you I, she, she was talking about this and I was like I don't know your story so. I know I wish yeah. we had more time to like yeah. really I remember I listened to you on a, on a different podcast and I had no idea because you guys have built such a great life for yourselves and I had no idea where you came from and I found it really really motivating and inspiring so if you could share with our listeners um, a little bit about your journey that would be awesome yeah uh, you know long story short I came here when I was six years old 
two weeks after coming to the U.S., our home got raided by law enforcement. And uh, that day, both my mom and dad went to jail. Uh, I ended up with my older sister in a foster home. Mom comes out in three months. Dad comes out in eight months. However, every year after that, our home would get it would get raided once a year. And uh, finally, when I was 10 years old, they put away my dad for quite. They put him away for about 10 years, and then my mom, within a two-year span, basically lost everything. So I sort of went from having whatever I wanted as a kid to now ended up in a, in an apartment where uh, we couldn't rent. We didn't have enough money for rent. So we had to rent both of the rooms where we lived. And we basically had 14 people living in a three-bedroom apartment. So I lived in this little room with my siblings. Um, and basically, roaches would be waking me up Aww. at night. And uh, at 15 years old, I was able to get a job and uh, basically been taking care of the family since then. 15. And at 15, 15 years old, yeah. Walking at, himself to school as a little kid. At 16, I became a supervisor of five people. At 18, I became a supervisor of 40 people. I was selling long distance over the phone. And then, but more importantly, when I became, when I was 18 years old, I became the right hand of the supervisor of, of I mean, the, the VP of sales. So then three years later, he comes into my office and says, hey, I want to start this alarm company and I want you to come with me to start the company. He says, I can't guarantee you the $70,000 a year that you make here, but if you make this work, you can possibly double, quadruple uh, your income. Uh -huh. And the first thing I thought was, well, this guy's making 250 grand a year, and if he's leaving, he must be pretty serious about what he's doing. Second thing I thought is, if, if he can teach me how to start a company from the ground up, I'm like, this is the, the shortcut to college that I yeah. needed. And um, the third thing I thought, I was this big dreamer kid. I was at 16 years old. I would ditch school to go to Rodeo Drive, and I would go window shop, and then I would go look at all the homes, and I would say, one day, I'm going to end up here. And, you know, the rest is history. I mean, now he's got his security companies all throughout the United States. It's home automation. It's amazing. It's incredible. You can do everything yeah. on your phone. Like, right now, I could pick up my phone and look at exactly what my kids are doing. So I could I lock the door open the garage, like... Yeah, looking back at what I did at that point, because everybody thought I was crazy. They thought, how are you going to leave this this job that's paying you seventy thousand dollars a year? Mm -hmm. This is back in nineteen ninety nine, yeah. which is probably worth one hundred fifty grand now. Mm -hmm. But um, what I was doing at sixteen years old, I, I I call it touching the dream and being exposed to the dream. Yeah. And uh, there's this part of your brain that's called the reticular activating system, and it's in it's part of your subconscious mind. So your conscious mind it, it can't get it can't gather. Everything you see, uh, it doesn't gather it because if you hear, see, whatever, it will overwhelm your, your brain. And mm -hmm. that's where your subconscious comes in because that gathers everything it sees and gathers everything it touches. And the reticular activating system is a filter that feeds your conscious mind what it needs to know. And it filters it by three things, which is what your dreams and goals are, what you need for survival, and then your belief. So when I was 16 years old, that was my dream. That was my goal. I needed that for survival. I needed to buy my mom's home. Uh, so all these things, I, so when that opportunity came, it was easy for me because I knew that that's what I needed to do to go after my dreams. If I wouldn't have gone out of the bubble that I was in, because I grew up in southeast L.A., which is basically next to Watts and Compton, uh -huh. um, if I wouldn't have left that little bubble, $70,000 a year would have been like, I mean, I was already living the life at that point yeah. if I wouldn't have left that bubble. But because I left that bubble and I, was, and I was exposed to that dream and I was able to touch the dream, it made me want more. 
Um, so I'm huge on that part, uh, and I always talk about that part of my successes. At a young age, I put myself in, in places where, you know, even though I wasn't making that much money, once a month I'd go treat myself to a nice steak, uh, and I'd pay, you know, 150 bucks for that dinner. Um, but it made me want more. It made to me always step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Because no, you, you can't grow inside of your comfort zone. That yeah. is so So you, good. you grow the most when you put yourself in, in pressure situations. Yeah, uncomfortable. When you're in discomfort. Uh-huh. And that's what I love about the all-in brand. Mm-hmm. Because all-in, when you're all-in, you, your, your, you put yourself in a vulnerable situation. And no one wants to feel vulnerable mm-hmm. because everyone you know, is afraid of getting hurt and all that stuff. But that's how you're going to grow. And whatever you go after, you have to go all-in and be vulnerable. And I think that's a trait that a lot of successful people have is they put themselves in vulnerable situations. And if you get hurt, you get hurt. But, you know, that's the way you're going to grow. Yeah. Whoa. It's true. <laughs> that's yeah. like, I didn't, I mean, I, she just, like, before we even started the workout, she's like, have you ever heard a story? I was like, no. So I was really interested to hear, but. Yeah. And I mean, really it, goes, are... it goes like deep too. Cause I mean, I know you're really rooted in faith. And so yeah, yeah. I love that element of yeah. it too, but. Belief is everything. Day. You gotta yeah. have monster belief. And yeah. when we, and, when we are going to church every Sunday, we are the most connected that we ever are. It's like we are. It's something we do together as a family. It's something that we look forward to. And when we're not, you can feel it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we can feel it in our life. Mm-hmm. I know. I think we've discussed often about. I mean, getting into more of like the relationship thing is like having that faith as a foundation, like. You know, I think there's a lot of people who are in relationships where maybe the faith isn't the same or they, you know, aren't um, like don't have the same beliefs or whatever. And I think it can work, obviously. But I do think there is something in the strength of being like rooted together in that, having that together. And, And so, you know, Tanya, when I first met Edwin, I had never really gone to church. So just because you meet somebody and maybe they don't right. have the same faith that you hope. That's what we were talking about with him yeah, too. It doesn't I, mean anything because truthfully, at first when I met him, he was like, okay, I go to church on Sundays. And I was like, okay, I go on Christmas. You know, like I had never been exposed to yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And Tanya, you need to listen right now because you, I no, think, close I, your we, mind we've, sometimes. We've gotten, okay. yeah. I've gone that, yeah, because I, I always thought I needed to have somebody that was like at the same level of faith as me and now I feel like it might be me that is the one that has the stronger faith that leads somebody else yeah. than, and it's than the, the opposite thing and I mean it comes with time and it comes yeah. with time yeah. and it's not going to happen overnight you know I started going you know I used to work Sundays um, when I rode horses for a living so I you know had my excuse on why I couldn't go yeah, yeah. and then I started realizing when he was going every Sunday I was like he is such a better person when he goes every Sunday like yeah. I only for that reason alone, I was like, all right, I'm starting to go. I switched my work schedule. I said, can I work this day instead of Sunday? I started going. I watched how we started connecting more. I watched how holding ourselves accountable to doing that together yeah. uh-huh. from the, you know, it, non-negotiable for us changed everything. The, the first thing I told him when we got married was, you got to make sure I keep going to church on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we might have issues. And she's there's times where I don't want to go, and she pushes me to go. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so, great. If we really can't go on Sunday, we're gonna watch it on TV. You know, there's yeah. there's so many different avenues to get faith. Like, and people have this stigma that if if you're a Christian, you're judgmental, right? Mm-hmm. Or that you have to follow these set of uh-huh. guidelines. It's really not. It's believing in something. It's yeah. believing in a higher power yeah. and having faith and, and connecting through it and being kind and and, and that's really and, and you can get it anyway. You can get it on your laptop. Mm-hmm. You can get it by going somewhere. You can get it by listening to worship songs. You know, like yeah. I listen mm-hmm. to like Lauren Daigle and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm getting it yeah. right now. Yeah. You know, like 
I just think it's I think it's really cool to know that like like y'all met and y'all weren't necessarily like that was probably very important to you but you met her and you were like whatever I'm gonna do my thing still like whether she wants to go or not and then mm-hmm. the the fact that and it's not even perfect because I mean the way we met was not bad yeah I mean we didn't meet in like a romantic I mean but that's what I'm saying there's no judgment you yeah, just was, want yeah. you want growth and, and I, I like that what you found appealing about it was that he you noticed something different about him when mm-hmm. he went to church like that's kind of what I feel like faith is supposed to be that some, there's something that stands out with someone it's like this goodness that you it, find it, it holds you accountable yeah. and I think when you stop going you start to derail yourself mm-hmm. right because yep. there's so many things happening that you, you need to be rooted and uh, that's why I've always been big on that I've always told Teddy hey make sure I'm always heading to church and when I stop getting going make sure that I go back to it so she's been great with that and, ho- and holding me accountable with that that's awesome it's amazing well yeah. thank yeah. you so much for taking the time um, we want to make sure that everybody all of our listeners know um, obviously this is your new I mean you've had your program all in by Teddy that's like a thing but you just launched the workout 30, the minute. 30 minute cardio yes so tell everybody where they can find it how they can find it if you go into allinbyteddy.com and you go down to the workout tab you can either do the workout once for $4.99 or if you do $19.99 you can have the video and you can do it as often as you want it's the perfect workout for if you're in your home you don't have any gym equipment you're traveling nonstop. there's really absolutely no excuse because you can do it anywhere you don't need a ton of space you can do it with friends you can do it no matter what level you are in your workout journey because we give different options of intensity and afterwards you're going to feel good and that was a lot of i sweated a lot that was a lot. I was watching, guys. I felt yeah, you guys proud. You guys did good. <laughs> There's hard. video of me just like laying on the ground. I'm like, who took the? Like, why did we film me doing that? <laughs> I was actually doing some stuff at some points, and the video as I saw, I'm like laying there. Yeah, it was really hard. That was a special birthday treat. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, yeah. you guys. Thank you yeah, for being for here. Us. It was awesome. Okay, so Teddy and Edwin just left. Love them, but you know something that Teddy is also a big fan of that what? I am a big fan of as well. Mm. Uh, Kara Vitamins. So Kara's is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. Um, they have this fun online quiz and it asks you about your diet and health goals and lifestyle choices. It only takes five minutes to find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. Um, especially with me just getting back from Hawaii, I loaded up on their elderberry and their vitamin C vitamins after all the travel in the airport. You know, like people on the plane and they're like coughing and sneezing. Oh boy, it's the worst. It's the worst, but I was like, I got my care ofs. Um, they even have a pocket protector for an on-the-go immunity boost. It's perfect for being on the go. All you do is pop the powder in your mouth and it tastes delicious. They are strawberry and raspberry flavored. Which would you choose, strawberry or raspberry? Either or. I would go raspberry. Can't go wrong with berry. I agree with that. Yeah. You know I love a fruity suckable. <laughs> I do know that about you. Um, also, a portion of every sale goes toward the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. So for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter Tilly. Again, that's 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Visit TakeCareOf.com and enter Tilly. Tilly. Also... This goes quite nicely with Miss Teddy Mellencamp. It's all about self-care. Self-care. Beachbody On Demand. 
is uh, an easy-to-use streaming service. You guys have heard us talk about it before. It gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts that you can do from the comfort of your living room 24-7. You don't have to get in the car. You don't have to do anything. You can literally do it in your living room. So um, I had to get my beach body ready for Becca and JoJo's birthday trip to Hawaii this last weekend, and Beachbody On Demand helped me get there. So um, this is the company behind P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, uh, Brazilian Butt Lift, Pio, Hip Hop Abs, and my personal favorite, the three-week yoga retreat with Lisa Gibbons. Um, she's helped me become more flexible, tone my body, and eliminate stress through her yoga program. The best part is when you join, you're not alone. You are a part of the biggest support community with over 1 million people currently on Beachbody On Demand. So right now, our listeners can get a special free trial membership, including their new 14-day results plan, where you can lose up to nine pounds in the first two weeks. That's like, I'm not good at math. What is that? <laughs> 0.4 of a pound a day? No. Nope. That's not what that is, but... Maybe it is. Two weeks is 14 days. Right. Nine pounds in 14 days. So it's 14 divided by nine. Yeah. So it's one point, one and a half pounds a day, basically. That's impressive. Yes. So all you have to do is text Becca to 303030. You'll get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, the results plan to get you super fast results and support. Totally free. So all you have to do is text Becca. To 303030. And uh, what should we text to 303030? Becca. Becca. I mean, you took a deep sigh. I, do you have an intro ready? Oh, well, I was going to say, I mean, I loved having Teddy and Edwin here. That was really. I know. Special. I wasn't really special. here last time she was on the podcast. You're just going to creep in like yeah, that for intro you? Yeah. <laughs> Wait for your introduction, Ben. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you to Teddy and Edwin for being here. They're awesome. They're a power couple. I mean, speaking of awesome and not necessarily a couple, but a powerful <laughs> human being, we have Ben Higgins in, hey! in the scrubbing in OR. How does it feel to scrub? This is your first official scrubbing. Wow. I called in once. Um, no, but this is no, in no, this studio. Is, yeah, this is big. Well, it's, it's kind of odd because I was sitting over on the side waiting, and I feel like now, even though I know you both and respect you dearly, like I was a little nervous because of your nomination <laughs> that I feel like I'm walking into something like really important. Like I don't want to mess it up. Oh, man, there's you no way you can so mess it full up. Of it. No, it's kind of true. <laughs> I, I see them. I see, I see genuine behind. Yeah, you're, you're fooled. I know. I was on a TV show with him. <laughs> he looked me dead in the eye. Said he wasn't gonna send me home without a warning. Send me home without a warning. Oh, you don't trust that genuine sweet face. Oh. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget. Worst on Dan in my hometown, sitting on the park bench in front of the city hall. And Becca goes, you told me you would warn me. I was like, Becca, how was I supposed to warn you? A hand signal, anything. A carrier pigeon. Yeah. Yeah. And there could have been a way. She was the only person they really get really mad at me when they left the show. And I was like, Becca, out of everybody, like. Because I asked you. Yeah, I was sad. If, yeah. Becca's same. still on my phone. So can we talk about this now? I think it's time. Is it time? Yeah, I what? think it's time. What? What? Well, what's what's the worst thing that can happen? I don't know. Wait, what? Now you have to I'll, share. I'll, yeah. So, Becca um, and I actually talked before the show. 
And what happened was uh, we had two phone conversations. I remember this. And we texted probably not, not a ton. And she's like, do you think, like, we didn't know each other well. Yeah. But she's like, do you think it's worth me at least giving this a shot? At this point, like, I was already going to be The Bachelor. And producers had reached out to me about going on. Yeah. And I said, I do. I think it's really, I think it's worth, like, us exploring if this could be something. And I don't, like, I'm going to do the show. And so it's not like we can now date off the side. And I don't know where this is going to take me. So please come on the show. But she's in my phone back then as Virginia Till. I don't know why. I forget the Virginia part. Because I'm a virgin. Oh. <laughs> like, we, like, you told me that. It wasn't like oh, this is the for- first time I'm hearing about no, it. No, I forgot that. Yeah, because she was a virgin. So I put Virginia Till on my phone. She's still that today. That she, is so it has funny. not changed. My. I had a name for you, too, but I can't remember it. It wasn't yeah. as like, funny or like memorable. No. That is so funny. So we've never, I don't think we've ever publicly shared that. Yeah. But uh, I knew, I I, I knew she was going to be there or I was expecting her to be there. She was the only one I knew would be there. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Virginia. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. But we, it was like, I was nervous because I'm like, I mean, he just, it was the same thing as me. Everyone's like, y'all would be great together. It's like, we hadn't Mm -hmm. met. Like, we didn't know, like you know what the mm. connection would be so when i walked in that night i still like even walking in i was like what am i doing yeah. but how I did you know like, how did you get each other's phone numbers like did, it did was this, like instagram or something. yeah like a message were there multiple contestants that reached out to you no no really I, you know it was a little different with becca because she had been on the show like i i didn't want to put her through a show again if it wasn't worth it but i knew that i was interested and so i was like what, how else are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. There was no other option yeah. other th- for, than for her to come on the show. But then again, it just still was. And, and it, I think it worked out. Like, it wasn't a bad decision, oh, right? No, no, okay. not at all. You know I love you. I know. We're, we can't, so, but that was that was it. So nobody has known that until scrubbing in. And I thought <laughs> this was a what good a, time. Yeah, that's great. It's, that's a great teaser. It's I weird kind of the Instagram. burden <laughs> that's been lifted off my shoulders that I've now carried for know. years. You know yeah. what's so funny? I've always been like, I've never told anyone. I've never told anybody. And I don't know why I thought, like everyone talks before they go on the show. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why in my head I thought like I'm going to get put in jail or something. <laughs> yeah, at the time it was more protecting both of us because right, it was yeah. like I don't want people to think that Becca this has an unfair advantage. Yeah, yeah. Like she if, didn't. I we, know. If anything, I almost felt like it was kind of a disadvantage because it was like all these like fresh people, and I was like old news. No, you know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. Oh all right, ben. well, you are 30 now, so yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're gonna take that jab at me real quick, huh? A week, just a weekend to my 30s, and you're gonna do that. When are you 30, Ben? Because that's coming. Yeah, two months. Oh, oh. no, yeah. Three months. <gasps> Three months of his 20s. That's I'm exciting. I'm, yeah, it is a little exciting. I don't know how you felt last week, Becca, but... Um, Super, I love it. Yeah, Super. it's kind of just like, I'm done with it. This is the birthday that I feel like everybody is, like, scared to get to. Yeah. 40's fine, 50's really fine, 60, you know, is, is whatever it is. But 30 is that Martha, you're like, I'm no longer, like, I, I no longer have the option to be immature. And, like, that's the mark, is, like, I can't just mess around anymore. Yeah. Since you were like twelve, I bet. <laughs> no, no, I think so. I've had this theory. I don't. I don't know if I've shared this with you too, but you know, I've I've smoked my tobacco pipe. I read and I try. Like I I stay very disconnected from t- technology on purpose. Because here's my theory: if I can start prepping myself to be older, younger, then getting older will never be a disappointment. It'll just be like the rest of my life. 
Yeah, but then it's like that's all you have. Like you're like wasting time of being youthful mm. and being dumb. Yeah. Because you're, gonna, gonna you're be, already is entering that. that. Your <laughs> like you're entering that whether you want to or not. Is that yeah. your excuse for like not texting people back? Oh, oh here we I go. Was, I was waiting. <laughs> Becca starts clapping like, yeah, yeah, we did it, we did it. We did it. <laughs> yeah, because I knew Tanya was ready to go. Yeah. Is that what it is? You just like to like play old and like put your phone <laughs> Technology is too much for him. All right, Tanya, let's get into this. <laughs> I um uh, I don't know Tanya. I've I've been I've I've had this like, and this is this is from the heart. Mm. I think <laughs> I've always loved Tanya. I think you know that. Like I just think you are like a light, and you bring a ton of light to the people around you. And you walked into this world of entertainment and media and like shine something different than anybody else does. So Tanya to me is like this super spe- precious ball of a person. And then I've gotten to know Tanya over the last two years, and she's gotten increasingly angrier at me <laughs> as time has gone on. <laughs> and it just kind of, uh, like, I think it just kind of came to the surface at iHeartFest this year, was Tanya looked at me, and I think her exact words were, well, go ahead. Remember when we used to be friends? Remember when you used to be friends? And I said, I never knew we were not friends anymore. And your response was? can't remember. <laughs> mm. She just feels like she puts more effort into oh, our relationship than I do. For sure, I do. You do. Yeah. And I admitted that. Yeah. She definitely does. Um, and I was hurt because I, I it took me off guard. Like it, it threw me off where I was like, I didn't realize that we we had tension. First of all, it's like not really tension. Ben, like you're kind of making yourself seem more special. Like I see her in the morning and by the afternoon, she's like, do you even love me anymore? This is a Tanya move. This is a Tanya thing. Well, see, I don't get that. So I I didn't mean to make myself feel more special. I don't. Sorry, Ben, you're not that. You're not. She doesn't care that much. But I didn't know this was a Tanya move. So I went to Beck and I was like. (laughs) Yeah, it was so sad. He looked literally like someone had stolen his puppy. (laughs) So Becca, I don't know what happened. But I don't like this. Like I, and she's like, Ben, this is Tanya. Yeah. I was like, Oh, so I feel like we were mending because I, I I communicated my care. So last week, Tanya Facetimes me during my restaurant opening. We have my restaurant opening, um, and I listened to the podcast last week, and I, I heard the quote that Tanya just likes to Facetime at the most inappropriate times, and this was one of those. So I'm doing this tasting with a bunch of people in one room. I get a Facetime from Tanya. I'm like, Oh, okay, I'm going to answer this because it's no longer going to am I ever going to get criticized. <laughs> For not being a good friend to Tanya, because I do love Tanya. So I answer, she's in a towel cooking in her kitchen. I, I was in my Tanya. robe. Oh. I was in my robe. Oh. Ben trying to make it way I more risque. It was, I thought it was risque. It was cooking in the kitchen. Big robe. But I could tell them you have no shame to FaceTime anybody at any time. No, my hair was sopping wet. I had no makeup on and I had my giant robe on. The fact that he, in his mind, thinks that your big puffy robe is the same thing as a towel is really funny to me. Yeah, it's like she's got this little towel. Yeah, yeah. Towel like, barely hanging on. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a gigantic bathrobe. But I appreciate that. But you answered. Yeah. I did. I did. I answered. And I thought I thought after I hung up, I was like, okay. Like, that had to show that I cared. Like, I walked out of the restaurant, <laughs> stood outside, like, told everybody, like, sorry, give me a second. Answered and said, hey, Tanya, how you doing? I'm at a restaurant opening. She's like, I get it. Okay, have a good one. Just wishing you the best. And I was like, that's... Freaking Tanya, just being nice. Did that? Did that? Do you feel like that mended things for y'all? Did really, that help? It really helped me on the mend. Mm-hmm. Just, just be totally fair. I really never had tension towards you. I always say that. I always say like, remember when you used to love me? Like to back up, I say, I probably say it weekly. Remember when you used to love me? 
weekly. I get it bi-weekly. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So just so you know, that is something that I say in jest. I don't truly. However, I do <laughs> feel like I put more into the relationship than you do. I agree. Yeah, I do. I feel like that's technology. true of all of your relationships. And I don't mean that in a mean way. That came off meaner than I meant no, it. No, I get what you're saying. Okay. Because I care a lot. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, I have some friends that care the exact same way back with me. Okay. How often are you communicating with these people then? Daily. Like hourly? No. <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, all I can imagine is if like to show like your amount of care collided with somebody else's amount of care would be like a cut like that gives me anxiety just <laughs> building it with my hands no, the amount of care because, in that, yeah, like, dynamic. Yeah. it could be something as simple as like showing up for me for something does that make sense so yeah. like i have a friend who is always there even when i don't think i need somebody does that make sense and i can go a day without speaking to her is that paulina paulina and sophia yeah i can mm. go a day or two without speaking to them at all but i know that they're always they will show up no matter what, mm. even when I don't think I need somebody. Mm. Okay. So it's not necessarily about being in constant communication. Because, like, look, I haven't checked my phone in, like, I don't know how long we've been doing this. It's been a few hours. <laughs> Since it's 5 o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. So I can go a really long time without communicating with people. But it's the it's the, it's um, the sentiment behind it. Yeah. Do you think that's a... I'm just a little more sentiment from you. Yeah. I, do, do guys typically give you that much sentiment? Like, do you know any... Like males in your life that have given you that much sentiment? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, my dad being one of them. My father being one of them. Well, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Outside of your dad. Yeah. Who? John. No, but that, but that makes sense. That's somebody, her dad is like that. And so that kind of sets up the yeah, expectations for looking, the guys yeah, in like, her life. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's, true. it's true. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got stuff I need to work on. I know that. Yeah. That's my takeaway. On the Almost Famous podcast recently, we've learned that Ben's kind of losing touch with um, society yeah. and the world. I don't know what's going on with him, but like, he hasn't seen any movies. He didn't know there was a new Halloween movie. Like that was news to him. He was like, "Really? Oh, there's a new one? Oh, cool!" Like he's kind of not involved in the world. Mm-mm. I've like separated somehow, and I don't know how. I thought <laughs> I thought nice, the though? Greatest Showman was in 2018. <laughs> it was a new movie. Yeah, I thought it was a new movie. <laughs> no, I really did. Wait, okay. Do you? <laughs> are you, Is, are you happy? Active, to, yeah. Like, are you happy to be a separate? Yeah. You, it's oh. not. But it's not like something I'm ashamed of. I, I've gotten ashamed of it because it's it's kept me disconnected from other people. Like, I don't know what people are talking about anymore. Like, that's when I re- realized that during the Almost Famous podcast, people were talking about this stuff, and I was just like, uh, I don't get it. Like, I, I didn't. Like, I wasn't tracking. And so then I realized, yeah, I've disconnected myself from the world, which isn't a bad thing. Right. I'm writing a book right now. So one of those reasons oh, that wow. I yeah. So that's I'm writing a, a book, and, and and so I've. Like anytime I do have to disconnect, I, I purposely disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm realizing I'm doing it better than I thought I was. <laughs> I think I, I, I don't know if it's just because of um, a lot of the guys. I, I think you've separated yourself from like the bachelor world a lot. And I feel like you get out of that and it's all it is, is about social media and pop culture mm-hmm. and like what's going on in the world. So there has to be an element where it feels really good to like, not have to worry about that or care about that yeah i wonder if you you feel like this and tanya you have this um this job that is going to sustain you for a long time because you're really good at it but for me um you know almost famous and and iheart have been incredible to me but i know that like my time on the show piece is done you know Mm -hmm. it's it's done and and it's and so the the attraction to it or the me getting pulled back into it or those opportunities or getting invited to AMAs and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's going to be fleeting and mm-hmm. fading. And, I, and I've always been okay with it. I really, but I wonder now that I see it 
like tangibly happening that I'm actually a little sad. Yeah. You know, you know like yeah. to disconnect myself intentionally from the world because the bachelor's been good to me. The people are yeah, great. I made amazing friendships. It's exciting for me. I get super pumped up. When I went to Vegas, I was giddy. Like ang- I had like anxiety because I was so excited to be there with everybody. Uh-huh. Um, and I hope that never fades. I hope I continue mm-hmm. to do that stuff. But I have disconnected because of other stuff happening in my life. Mm-hmm. And I wonder now if I'm starting to like get a little bit emotional over the idea that this is all closer to being mm-hmm. done than it ever has been. 30 maybe is that sign for me too. I don't know. I'm 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 dealing with it. Mark's right. Almost Famous Podcast has brought to light some uh, some things going on that I need to dig into. And I do, I do find that interesting, the awareness of the finite mm-hmm. amount of time that mm-hmm. uh, The Bachelor or any of this kind of fame might be. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be The Bachelor. Any kind of fame. A lot of it has totally. a certain shelf life to it. Yeah. And that awareness, I would think, would be very stressful. But mm-hmm. also, in your case, it seems like it might be a little exciting. It's it's exciting because the next, the next chapter is right. on the horizon. Right. And I got to do all this when I was younger, right? Like, Beck and I both are just turning 30. Mm-hmm. And all this happened in our 20s, which is when I would, you know, ideally prefer Ashley said something the other day on the podcast Mm -hmm. and she said um that every for the first time in a long time she had a Saturday with nothing to do uh she was sitting on her couch and Jared and her were sitting she's like I have no plans and it's quiet and she's like I got stressed out that that how long that quiet could last and I was like that's actually like really true it's finite for me so I'm excited for the next chapter generous has been incredible Mm -hmm. humanity hope united has been incredible and um, I heart still will continue to go this podcast. I have a blast with, and we'll continue to do what we can while the bachelor still is living and breathing forever, but it is interesting. I don't know what the ch- next chapter is now. Well, I think you have a lot of things going on. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's the thing you've established that you want to do something beyond that and not like rely on this. Um, I guess you could call it instant fame that happens when you come off the show. But I also think like you have to look at it too, from a different lens. Like, uh, like I think it's a part of life and you know what I mean? Like take, the bachelor take the fame part out of it mm-hmm. and like this is kind of what happens just in life you know when I mean, you go through different seasons so it's like when people are gearing up to like you know get married or have a baby or switch professions and it's like everybody's kind of dealing with this so it's like i think you can have comfort in the fact that everybody deals mm-hmm. with this at different parts of their life you know what i mean yeah, yeah it's like, like something you, coming to an end like college coming to an end yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 like everybody deals with it at just different times and in different ways so it's like what you're going through a lot of people go through in their lives, it's just through a different lens that you're experiencing yeah. it. Oh, well, yeah, it's it is. You're right. Like that co- end of college, end of high school. Like there's like in in early life, there's these like direct like endings, mm-hmm. right? The chapter is done. Let's move on. Now there is. It's kind of like uh, less clear when the f- when it fades and when a new one begins. Like it, it all kind of blends together. And I just have this sense that a, a chapter is ending. Now I don't know what that looks like. It could yeah. enhance to a whole new arena that's a more fun. I mean, Generous is incredible. I get to travel the world and sell coffee for a living. Like, yeah. that's pretty great. I'm pretty stoked about it yeah. forever. But, you know, but that's a new chapter. Mm-hmm. Taking over company is a bit is a new chapter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a and this book, the book's a big deal. So, like, who knows what that takes? Ben, since you're talking about books, I just need to jump in really quick here because 
our next sponsor is Audible, which I feel like ties in quite nicely to what Ben's talking about. So it's a time of year when everyone is thinking about thoughtful gifts. And with Christmas right around the corner, it's time, for the, it's time to start thinking about what to get your family members. And my dad is a big reader. He reads every night before he goes to bed. So I thought the perfect gift to get him is a membership of Endless Books. So you can choose three titles every month, one audiobook, and two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Um, I just downloaded a book called Love Does by Bob Goff. I highly recommend the download. It's all about how to love people better. And I can listen to it on any service, anytime, anywhere, at home, at the gym, on your commute, or just on the go. So right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month. That's more than half off the regular price. Uh, Give yourself the gift of listening. And while you're at it, think about giving the gift of Audible to someone on your list. For more, you go to audible.com slash Becca T, or you can just text Becca T to 500-500. You guys don't want to miss out on this limited time offer. Again, you can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month. So go to audible.com slash Becca T, or text Becca T to 500-500. Who knows? Maybe Ben Higgins, maybe your book in the future might be on there. I would listen to that. I would listen to that too. Also, one more sponsor today is Talkspace. Um, Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace. It's the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. So all you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. So remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's about practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier, healthier life. Um, I try to practice self-health by working out, building community and challenging myself to daily goals. But sometimes you just need a little extra help. And that's why Talkspace is something that Scrubbing In stands behind. Uh, The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges that we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of a traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Becca. Use the code Becca to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's the code Becca at Talkspace.com slash Becca. I kind of feel like talking to Ben Higgins is like therapy. Switching gears. Uh, take me out of it. Who was the best kisser on your season of The Bachelor? Mm. Was there anyone where you were like, wow. Outside of you, because I just don't think it's fair to... Yeah, to, I don't even want to be involved. Pretend I wasn't on the show. Yeah. Um, I would say the best kisser... I mean, it. you know, let's take you and Lauren out of it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just do that for the sake of... Respect. B- respect. Um, you know, I... Uh, I actually think JoJo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a lot of chemistry. Yeah, well, we, did. we saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically. All right. Wait, what? <laughs> was it a promo? It what was the was promo. It? They, li- it 
it was a promo showing that Ben was enjoying the kiss. <laughs> Were you in a boner? Oh, yeah. <laughs> in a promo that aired on television? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of screen grabs of that one. Uh, a lot of screen grabs. Yeah. You can Google it. I'm going to have a bunch of it. Yeah, Mark, can you do a Google over there? <laughs> yeah, we'll tease it with that uh, photo. Uh, <laughs> it was, okay, so the funny part of this, and I'm not ashamed of it. It happens, right? right. Like, yeah, it's like not, periods. They happen. Yeah, the, it's like periods. It happens. No, Which we're going to get to at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. It's not crazy, but it's not something you like. You know, like my little cousins, my grandma, my mom, like they're watching it and it's already hard enough. So ABC <laughs> chooses this beautiful scene where Jojo and I are kissing in, in a Jamaican waterfall and are, like I'm standing separate from her a little bit. It's very clear like what's happening. And they choose it as the little, like the scene that the picture that stops and the show does The Bachelor in front of. So it's not just on for like a split second. No, no, no. It's on for 30 <laughs> seconds. Like you are you get a very good look at what's happening. Mark, did you find it? I don't have a good shot of it. I have some of that kind of hint what'd at you, it. What'd you, yeah. what'd you Google? That's the one. Yeah, what words no, did you that? type that's in? The one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, I'm, I'm making it oh, bigger. Oh well, no, come so on! That's, that, don't don't kill my ego that much. <laughs> I'm making it bigger. I'm trying to ex- expand the screen is yeah, a better way of putting that. Wait, Wait, is he shirtless? Are you shirtless yeah, in this? I am. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that'd be weird if he was in a waterfall with a shirt on. <laughs> ben, I don't know if you've heard, but your chest is my oasis. Oh yeah. We gotta talk about it. I, I appreciate it because not many people nowadays appreciate a, a hairy chest. Yeah, I know. And I just don't see the point in shaving any longer. But before we get to that, here's a picture of, of me and... Okay. <laughs> First of all, it's not as bad. It's not as bad as well, I thought yeah. it was well, going to be. I mean, what do you... They have to have some censorship on ABC. It's enough. Yeah, it's enough. It's more to the side. <laughs> the fact that you can tell that it's to the side is the issue. gears there yeah wait i'm glad i'm glad somebody finally brings it up to me so all my buddies send me this picture right Mm -hmm. and you would be the only (laughs) one probably out of that whole group of girls that i would feel even a tad bit comfortable with being like becco like what the hell like why would this be a picture like we could joke about it because anybody else i'm not that close with right but like finally somebody brings it up to me because like this has been on my mind for a long time (laughs) oh you haven't talked about it no this is this oh geez this is the still shot that like is the promotion of my season. Wow. Like it's it, like it's yeah, I've had could be worse. It could be worse. It could be worse. Thanks, yeah. Becca. It looks I'm not gonna lie, from what I saw, it looks pretty big. <laughs> so, okay. So how so did that start, going for wait, you? How did the Big Ben <laughs> You should put that on your resume. <laughs> yeah, big, just Big Ben. Just Big Ben. And when they ask, uh, and yeah, the, like underneath, like you know, you put like the 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 bullet and then the sub bullet. Yeah, like, it's like um, view promo, view bachelor <laughs> yeah. promo for yeah. reference. Uh, I mean, you guys are fun. Yeah, we want to talk. I want to go into your chest being an mm-hmm. oasis because yeah. when we were at iHeart. We were at the pool, and all the guys were, like, very clean-shaven, mm-hmm. no, hairless on the chest area. Ridiculously hairless. It's so, like, childlike to but me. No, like, but I'm like, I don't want to, like, touch a... 
not okay. even yeah. yeah, you can end that sentence yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> so, po- you've always liked hairy yeah, guys. Yeah, you've yeah. made that very always clear. always talked about that she likes hairy men. Hairy so, everywhere. Everywhere. She loves hair. A man with hair. And so then... I remember you were like, what do you, like, what do you think? And I was like, I like it. It's different. And we started, I don't even know how it came up on the podcast. How did it come up? But Tanya really expressed her love for it. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. I appreciate, I, yes. Because I, I'm not like, unash- I'm not ashamed of it. Um, I don't, I'm not insecure about it. Like I could fix it if I needed to, right? Just like all those other guys do. For me, it's more of a, I don't, I don't get it on why I would use so much time and effort in my life shaving. And, and so, painful. And painful. And it's just, it, it doesn't throw me off at all. And the only time it ever bothers me is when I'm around those guys. Right. Because <laughs> they're, you know, hairless. Ken dolls. They're Ken dolls. <laughs> and so I'm standing there like, I feel pretty good about myself 99% of the time, except when I'm on by a pool in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to keep my t-shirt on. It's so interesting because the reason why I'm very vocal about it is because I have dated guys in the past that have hairy chest and mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I support it. And they're it's something that they're really insecure about. Yeah. And like they've been vocal about that to me. So I'm like, I don't know why you're so insecure about it. I think it's so sexy. I think it's so hot. I think it's so manly. Mm. And it's something that guys can be insecure about. So I do like to voice my opinion on that because I do think that back hair would be too much for me. Not I Tanya. I was fine with it. Oh, I'm fine you, with you're it. into really? that. I'm not into it. I'm not like, oh, bring on the back hair. Oh. But if it's there, like it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I like people like you. <laughs> it actually happened. I you know Very when this open minded, you know? Yeah. And you know when all this happened? Was right before the show. I was getting ready to groom myself for night one. Um one of uh one of the executive producers came in, along Gale, and he said, uh, what are you about to do? I was like, I'm gonna shave my chest and my body and then i asked how can i do this more on the road like am i going to have the clippers to do this on the road and he goes yeah i guess he goes but here's the thing what if you just from night one on you set the standard that like you're not going to shave your chest like you have to be okay with that now because you can't regret this later but what if you just tried to change the way men groom themselves yeah and i said that sounds like a lot easier to me so we just mm-hmm. went with it so from night one on i never trimmed i just you just left that oasis ready I, just yeah. left ready that for the girls, ready Just for the out of curiosity, do you tr- so you trim it? You don't shave it. You do you trim it? Um, yeah, every once in a while. It matters the scenario. I mean, like at a four guard. Yeah, like a four. It's it's <laughs> it's sick that I know that. Yeah, it's Ryan. Kinda, it's Ryan. Yeah, he shaves right. his shins at a three. Or yeah, something? his shins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, his shins. At a, so it's a four. It is a four on a on a straight like electrical razor. Um, this and, is riveting combo yeah. for our listeners. Oh, is it not? I don't know. Maybe they want to hear. Maybe they want their guys to know how to do it the way Just Ben like Higgins. Yeah. I'm taking some notes over here. Yeah. Th- there's no grooming whatsoever on this. On this, no. Yeah. There, there is a there is this way too, and, I, and it, it, that you could do like different um, lengths to make yourself look like you have abs. Mm. I do know people that do that, like really, sh- like really sh- short contouring. Yeah, contouring on the stomach. And then a little longer on top, so it makes your chest look bigger, your abs look smaller. People do that. I just go four all the way top, bottom, take me about five seconds. I'm good to go. You know, a little hair down the drain, move on. Wow. Clean the sink? Clean the sink. Clean the sink. Great. Nice. I have some ask a guy questions since Ben's here. Yeah, right. Fire and these right were away. just not solicited. I picked them from the Facebook group that have been posted. Love it. Uh, Maddie wanted to know and ask a guy a question, and this actually ties in nicely with what we're talking about. How do guys really feel about being intimate with women who have not waxed or shaved? I've had men tell me they don't care. Other men say they prefer a wax. I need to know. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I particularly don't care. 
So when you say shaved, I'm assuming like the pubic re- region, not like the legs, right? I think that's what she means. Yeah. Because I- I'll be honest, in in today's age, I still would have a hard time with like hairier legs. As, as it's just not for, it's as like, evolved as we become. That's yeah. still a bugaboo. That's still a bugaboo. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. That would still be that would still be something that threw threw me off. Even though I bet, and I you know have been in a loving relationship, you get over it. Like it's not that big a deal. Once right. you love somebody, you're like. Come on. Like, I would prefer this, but not a big deal. But if, like, you're talking about, I think that's like a hookup thing, mm. sh- it still would be an issue with me. As far as the, the armpits and armpits the legs. Armpits and the legs. As far as yeah. the bikini area is whatever. No problem. Cause, and that's my opinion, too, because deep down in every guy is a 14-year-old boy who can't imagine that one day he might be able to be intimate with a woman. Oh. That's the most exciting thing he can mm-hmm. even imagine. So when it's happening, we are so excited to be there. Yep. And the fact that it's happening, we don't really worry about other stuff like nope. that. Nope. We're not judging. We're not grading. We're not critiquing. We're just so happy to be that's there. That's great to know. Thank you all for Well, that. you're welcome. Good, yeah. I'm glad because you brought that up. I think that you, or I can't remember if it was you or somebody else but i wax i'm like an avid waxer so every single month i wax so for like two weeks i'm like i do it for myself because i'm clearly not in a relationship right now but um everyone says what do you do the last two weeks when you like have hair grow back and i'm like well it's just a little bit of hair and it's fine i was like the person that i'm intimate with doesn't care you know what i mean like everyone thinks it's like this big thing to have like a little bit of hair down there and i'm like it's Mm -hmm. really just just the thing it's not it's not that big a deal so yeah i could i would say that would be a very very low um, turn off on my list. Good to know. Danielle is wondering if guys overthink as much as we do. And this is a pretty standard ask a guy because yeah. girls think they're the only ones who obsess over texts and what words he sent and what did mm-hmm. he mean by that and they overanalyze. Do guys do that as well? I mean, I think so. I think I think we like to stereotype each to be super uh, incredibly different. I don't think guys um, hang on to it maybe as long. Mm-hmm. And so what I mean, so like a text comes through it doesn't seem like what you want it to be. I think you would I've met more women that I've dated now in the last year and a half. And that hasn't been a lot, but even just texting back and forth that are a lot more direct than I ever remember six, seven years ago when I was like in college. Like where they'll be like, All right, what's actually going on? Are you really into me or are you just like Tanya? Are we friends or are we not? Mm-hmm. No, we're friends, Tanya. Like I love you dearly. Um, no discounts over here. No, di- <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I don't think I don't think we're that far off from each other. Kelsey posted an ask a guy. Uh, he's thirty nine, she's twenty nine, and they just don't do it. It's been two and a half years, and she can count on two hands the number of times the magic has happened. Is low libido with a guy a normal thing, or is there something else going on here? Um, I mean, the question there, like, there's a little bit like morals and values and is there any religious like reasons or you know i know it's been a crazy week the last two weeks where i've been exposed to a couple and and we did this on almost famous too where there's been a lot of trauma and pain when it comes to Mm -hmm. physical intimacy and sex that has caused people to push back and i think we're hearing about it more and more and people are talking about it and we're realizing why people aren't entering into um being intimate with their partner i would say if you've been together two and a half years and and you love that person there is something going on there and if there's something. no if there's no like conscious choice where as partners you said hey we're not going to have sex or hey right. like this is still a reminder to me if you're not just talk if like there's no agreement and you aren't clear on it first talk about it and second like there does seem to be an issue yeah her so. concern is that he's getting it from someone else or watching um fair. adult videos i mean i think that's a fair concern it but is a fair you, concern but again Maybe I'm crazy, but if you're in a loving relationship for two and a half years, talk to him about it. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a very mm-hmm. easy question to say, 
I want to be this person for you. Like, I'm missing this part of our relationship. Are you getting it somewhere else? Or are you doing something to, to satisfy yourself? If so, how can I become that? Or how can we replace that with me? Mm-hmm. How can we get physical together? I think that's a very easy and fair conversation. Not an easy conversation. I think it's a fair conversation. Mm-hmm. To have. Absolutely. Alicia, what's the best way for a single girl to get a guy's attention? Maybe it's someone you see in real life and don't know them. Is it a pickup line, a smile, sliding into their DMs, asking them out, buying them a drink? She says, help a modern woman out, please. Yeah. Love well, it. Yeah. We, I, ta- we talked about this sliding into the DMs at the AMAs. Mm-hmm. That it's you were like, more. well, we were just talking about it and you were like, I've never done it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, do I try it? Do I try? Like, what's the, you're, you were like, what if they don't respond or what if they're mm-hmm. not into it? I'm, I'm worried about that because of the document. Like, I'm worried that it will come back to bite me. It's like. I still get, in writing. Yeah, something yeah. in writing. I still have the uh, just a fear of rejection. I know I do, and so putting myself out there like that seems tough. But we were at a, we were at the uh, um, AMAs, and it, it was everybody was talking about how they've met on DMs or they've talked through G- DMs or that's how they connect with people today. And I was like, I've never done it. I didn't even know there's a world that was acceptable. But they're like, of course it is. You just DM somebody. If you find them, you like them. You find them on Instagram and you DM them. Um, so I think that's one way. I think it goes both ways. I think the second piece is if you're trying to get a guy's attention, there is nothing, and this is going to be so cliche, but I think it actually has truth to it. There is nothing that is more attractive than when you can tell that a girl is genuinely interested in being authentically themselves. And so if you're interested and you're confident and you're intentional and you're clear, but then you're, you also can see and know that that, that person is is being themselves and not trying to impress anything. And the person that you know in that moment is going to be the person that you can build a foundation on to get to know maybe for the next hundred years of your life or whatever. I think that's what attracted me is when that first interaction, when you know that that's going to be the start of something really special for as long as it can last. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. I think that's really true. And I've said this before when I was on my first day with my wife and the song bitch by uh, Meredith Brooks came on the radio, Mm -hmm. which was a current song at the time. Uh, and she started singing to it at the top of her lungs on our first date. And I thought, wow, this girl does not care. Mm. Like, she is who she is. And it's a song about I'm a bitch. Yeah. But she's singing it like it's her anthem. And she loved that song. Yeah. And I, I thought, I found that so endearing. Yeah. That she just, she's just herself. That's who she is. And that's what's so great about Tanya. That's what everyone loves about like Tanya. Tanya. Yeah. Uh, I remember that's what you asked Dean, because when Dean took me out, that first date, we went to this concert, and I was, like, jamming out, like, my normal self. I was yes. just, like, rocking out. And Mark was like, did you find that? Endearing, endearing or? <laughs> crazy. Maybe not. And he was like, I was into it. Yeah. 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 That's, but- a good, that's a great, like, story to prove that point. Mm-hmm. Right there is, yeah. like, the perfect sin- mm-hmm. story that is, like, the base of what I was trying to say for all that. She did, <laughs> She denies she's Oh, it wasn't our first date. Yes, it was. I remember very well that yeah, was our first date. you have recalled that. She can't even believe she did that. I was going to say, though, before you slide into somebody's DM, make sure you have a friend in common because that is the That's la- great advice. That's how I uh, actually met and started dating the last guy that I dated, and that ended not great. So from that, I decided that now on... Now, anybody that I date has to have one person connected mm. to me so that they can vouch. So interesting that that's our standard today, too, like that you can actually tell if you know one person in common via social media. Like 10, 15 years ago, we would have never known if we had mutual friends oh, until yeah. we talked about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I know it is interesting. Uh, I was going to ask this because I know this is what a lot of the listeners are thinking right now, so I'm going to put it out there. Everyone right now listening is thinking, wow, Tanya and Ben just seem perfect for each other. Mm. They both are. 
they're both very genuine people. They're both very kind people. They really like to give back. They're very, they're very much people of faith. What's happening? How come this hasn't gone any further than it has? Because God darn it, it sure seems like it should. God darn it. God darn it. Bugaboo. Golly darn. Um, my response. Well, who do you want to respond first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. <laughs> Generous. <laughs> Just giving is my middle name. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah. Um. <laughs> We get that a lot. Every time I come, like every time there's an interaction between Tanya and I, it pops up and um, I get why. Right. But I think that Tanya's need and like her effort into relationships is something that I don't necessarily like. I don't connect on my phone very often. Like I do take time away from myself. Um I think that would have been maybe the first sign that, oh, this is a really good friendship. Not romantically could I satisfy the needs that Tanya has. And not a bad way. Just like I am a lot more, um, I just have to be alone a lot more. Like, and, and I think like for me to isolate myself from the world is really important. And so If I want to be the best version of myself when I enter into the world, I have to know that in that time that I have away, I am away. And so I think that would be one thing I'd say that could be an issue. If we were on a date, I'd be like, what, what do you think about that? Will that always be the case with you? Like, I don't know. you find the one, maybe you'd want to get away with her. Mm, I don't know. That's a big, that's actually a question that I don't know how to mm-hmm. answer. I mean, right. when I was in, when I was living with Lauren, there'd be moments and she was great about it that I would have to get away for an afternoon, like drive to the mountains and read or whatever. Um, and she, I don't think she took it offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really important that I did that so that when I came back into the household, that I was the best person I could be for her because I knew that the more and more that I was around people, I always felt like there was something I had to satisfy. And so I was getting tireder and tireder. So for me to get away, it was important. Um, but I mean, Lauren, and I went on a couple of vacations and it was like the best vacations I've ever had. Like to have that person with you, that partner with you to explore and to, eat out with and to just you know do whatever it was it was awesome but that was the first time in my life that that had been the case so i think that would be the first thing we'd have to talk through that <laughs> yeah that'd be a that would be the first obstacle yeah yeah the first challenge mm-hmm. uh-huh. how do we get through this how do we get through this it is interesting though because a lot of people think because I am this way that I like I'm always with people, but I do actually recharge on my own. Like I I'm now living alone and I love it right. so mm. much. I never thought I would like be this happy. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It is. I didn't in- know you lived alone. Yeah. yeah. Newly. Okay. But I'm like kind of obsessed with it. Yeah. <laughs> like But so thriving. what's what is your response to the question about oh, you two? Okay. Uh my response. Um honestly. I did have a crush on you a while ago, and I think, I feel like I told Becca about it, but it was like at a weird time where you just like weren't, you were kind of weren't, your eyes weren't really open to anything. You were kind of still just like not in a great place. So I think I just kind of turned that key off, and this is kind of what I do with guys. Like you weren't interested, so then I just kind of put you in the friend box and just put you there, and that's it. That makes sense. Tanya has a hard time switching that, putting that switch back. When she puts somebody in the friend box, they tend to stay in the friend box. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want somebody that like want like because I did have a crush on you and you I didn't get that back. I was like, oh well, I don't want someone that doesn't want yeah. me. So yeah. then I just kind of was like, meh. That makes sense. That does make sense. And I I would fully agree that. I mean, I think you both were around for a while. Mark and Easton were around for all that. 
my eyes were completely shut for mm -hmm. a good solid year. Like not even interested, not even like capable of talking, not even desiring to find a relationship. Every, you know, every are you moving on to UK? And I was like, I'm good. I just know that this is the place I need to be at. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I I could see that being completely true. Is if you did find any interest, it was like, but he's just a walking talking uninterested man in anything right now like sad, nothing. I guess sad sack he's a sad sag. <laughs> he's a sad sack that you know I, I I'm a, a I listened to the podcast last week and um your breakup song your lyrics <laughs> unbelievable first off um that is a banger um <laughs> banger <laughs> but uh I wonder <laughs> just a refresher <laughs> Yeah, no, but I get what you're, I get what you're saying because I think I was like a mess of a human for probably a good year after that. Like mm -hmm. I went through, like the phase of, um, like going crazy mm -hmm. where I was just like hot mess express, <laughs> and then I went through the phase of like being sad. Mm. So then I think that was like a full year. Well, when uh, a couple of months ago I said something on the podcast about how I would like to Tanya to not date somebody in the Bachelor world. I'd like her to think outside that box and go yeah. outside the Bachelor. And a bunch of people on the Facebook group said to me, well, what about Ben Higgins? And of course my response was, oh, well, yeah. I mean, that'd be great. But <laughs> Yeah, that was the thing. We can't have everything. I mean, yeah, that was nice, Mark. But yeah, <laughs> it, it makes sense now because it, you know, it would have been in, I, I, I guess it didn't make sense on why we didn't at least go on a date. You know, like back in the day, if there was into your, any, any interest and we both knew it, why there wasn't a date back then. But I just wasn't, I just don't think I was interested. I still don't know how I'm at, where I'm at with that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm more and more confident in my singleness than ever before. Like, and confident in that, like feel good about it. Not even ashamed of it. Just able to live in it, excited about what's next, that mm -hmm. new chapter, whatever that is, which makes me, which makes me think just based on the life that I've lived so far, that when I got really confident in my singleness, something's about to explode. Like, singleness will no longer be an option. <laughs> I don't know. You know? How, like, when you get yeah. really comfortable with something, and then it's like, no, we're going to pull you away mm -hmm. from it. So I don't know what's yeah. next. Well, Tanya saw a, had her tarot card reading, and she was told that somebody she already knows is going to be <laughs> the person for her, and she's going <laughs> to realize really? it. <laughs> she's going to realize it in May. In May. So... And what? That's such a long time away. I was going to say, what are you going to do, Tanya, till May? Like, Ben, no, figure I mean, your stuff like, out by May. <laughs> no, it's interesting because, like, three weeks ago, it was, like, all just all this craziness. Because I think, like, because I have been, like, I'm very vocal about being single and dating. And the last guy that I dated, I was like, this could be it. And, like, you know what I mean? Just This has just been, like, a roller coaster. So, a couple weeks ago, I was like, just all these guys, like, just, it was just, like, really hectic. And Brad, one of my best friends, was like, Tanya, like, all these guys that you're dealing with right now, they're not your guys. Like, you need to just, like, it's hectic energy. Like, you need to just, like, be done. You're moving, like, out on your own. You need to just, like, stop. And so I think I, like, mindfully just at that point kind of, like, snapped and was, mm -hmm. like, because I haven't really been interested. I have not really. Yeah, it hasn't been, like, a focus. No, not at all. And I think it was funny because I did. We did this tarot card thing for Halloween. And she starts flipping everything. And everything was career. It was, like, all, it was, like, this crazy career card stuff like crazy like really spot on with some stuff and then there was one card and it had to do with it was a guy that I, is in my life right now not in this city mm. that was the thing yeah. Ben's in Denver most of the time <laughs> and so um she flipped it over and she was like I it was like this. 
back in. I'm like living over here. <laughs> then, like, of course, I'm like, no, let's just breeze by it because I like, I wanted to hear about my career because that's like where I'm at right now, you know? So she flips that one over and then all the girls, the Sisney and the producers and like Sierra and everyone's like, no, 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 we need to ask about the guy. Ask about the guy. So then she like does these other things and she goes, it's going to happen. It's somebody that you know in your life. Um, but he has to figure something out. And then around May, I swear, I, I'm not even making this up. Around May, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to a head and you're going to know like it's all going to make sense in May. But the other element to this is that she knows the initials of the person, don't you? Or an initial? I that know, she won't an tell initial. anyone. She yeah. won't tell anyone what the initial is. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to jinx it or I don't want I don't know, because it's just No, like, I understand that. Yeah. I get that. Whoa. <laughs> so that's cool. May. I'm just gonna be waiting around here in yeah. May. Honestly though, Tony, I was thinking about this last week when I was up all night. I went into this place of just really deep thinking. And I started thinking like obviously we always talk about like you're gonna find your guy, whatever, like that's but you're such a um I was I was just thinking about how like much of an example and like a champion you are for single women who are in their same phase of their life right now and how like having someone like you to like see and think like when they're struggling or not feeling confident and like not being with someone to have someone like you who's successful in her career and has amazing friends and is doing like really well in her life like that's your purpose right now totally. because like the people that you're reaching being single right now you wouldn't be able to reach them if you were in a relationship i totally agree i've had so many people like i mean it's like insane some of the messages that i get and i just like cry because i'm like i think it's weird too because a lot of people a lot of women that are single they get they're not it's not an insecurity but it's like they feel like they can't stay in on a friday night like i love staying in on a friday night like i'm single and i could care less like I love staying home on a Friday night by myself cleaning my makeup brushes and it's so weird how just little things like that people can really like cling on to and be like I love that you're single and yet you don't have to be like out at a bar on a Friday trying to meet someone and I'm like because I think that it's all going to happen when it's supposed to happen I, I have a bigger faith and trust in something bigger so I'm like I don't have to go out of my way to do something that I really don't want to do like mm -hmm. to I, force it to force it yeah so thanks Becca yeah you're welcome well, I was just thinking, I'm like, that's that's where you're at right now. And you're, like, yeah. reaching a lot more people than if you were in a relationship. I think you're, like, doing a lot of, like, really cool things for people that is, like, what you're doing. right. Like, it's a part of your life. But And, like, I thought at this point, I thought I would be married for four years at this point. Like, I fully was, like. Yeah, I was, like, married with two kids by, by like, now. Maybe I would have had four at this and point. And I've done things. In my, like, even living alone, I never in a million years thought I would live alone. And the fact that I'm, like, capable mm -hmm. of doing that on my own and want to do it on my own is, like, really crazy. Like, if you would have asked Tanya at 24 if she'd be doing this right now, I would be like, what? No way. I'm going to have two ba two babies by now, you know? So it's really <laughs> weird. It's really weird because the things that I'm doing that I never even thought um, were in the cards. Well, yeah. And this is your story, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not going to always go how we predict, but mm -hmm. it's right. a beautiful story mm -hmm. that will all make sense in the end. And... It's just crazy to see how it's playing out. Okay. Tanya, you're you're a good you're you're you really are a light to everybody at iHeart. There is not one person in here has who has not been affected in some way by you. And the best part about Tanya to me, and maybe I just see her, you know, once every week when I fly in or what whatnot, is that when you enter into a room, people get more joyful than if you weren't there. Like there is this tangible like joy that enters in with you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so that's, I think that's like a message that needs to be spread. I told you, you're like human sunshine. That's, that's so true. Nice. Yeah. And you said also earlier that Tanya brings something to entertainment that nobody else brings. Yeah. And that's really true. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And consistently, not just like for the first three months that she worked. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, no. This is Tanya. This is intentional. This is her purpose. Mm-hmm. And it's happened consistently for the, the time that you've been around. Like that's, that's unique, I think. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. That's so nice. I feel like I'm like, what's happening? It's your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's your half birthday. Um. Wow. Well. On well. That I hope note. you win. I hope you win an award next week. All right. That'd oh, be nice. thank you. Same. It's it's not so much hope though. Like it's when we win the award. Thank yeah. you for your pre congratulations. We appreciate. It. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, ben, they want to talk about periods, so I'm gonna oh. give you an yeah. opportunity. Do you want to go or stay for this next part? I'm, I'm gonna head out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. I'll see you guys. Ben, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad we got to talk about the Virginia thing. We got to talk oh, about the geez. Tawny thing. We got to talk about the 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 boner thing. Yeah, it was all really special. I feel like you like visibly look lighter. Yeah, I do. It's interesting. Now that you repeat it, I felt I feel like a burden's been lifted from coming on this podcast. But as you say that back, I'm like, what did we just talk about? And and how far did we take this? It um, wasn't that far. It wasn't good. L of America already. Yeah, I gotta go take uh Lindsay shopping. <gasps> oh yeah. Uh, we're going to the Palisades. And uh, again, Lindsay has uh, donated her money and time for Humanity Hope United, which is Lindsay, awesome. That's awesome. So thanks to iHeart for setting that up. And Lindsay and I are going to go shop and drop and, I don't know, probably eat ice cream because Lindsay seems like pretty special. So I'm going <laughs> to eat ice cream for, for her at the very end of our time together so that I can be somewhere safe <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Bye, ben. Bye. I wonder if like any of us are somehow related to Ben Higgins. Oh, I'd love to be. I know, right? Do you know how we could find out? <laughs> how could we do that? 23andMe. Yes. Actually, 23andMe is named after the 23 pairs of chromosomes in your DNA. But if you're related to them, then you wouldn't be able to date him. Ew. Oh, that's true. I don't want to be related to him. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, their service provides you with over 75 genetic reports about your health, like lactose intolerance and sleep movement traits, your eye color, hair color, or hair curl. Actually, I did this and it told me, my spit told me that I was going to be left-handed. How do they know I'm left-handed? I didn't know you were left-handed. Yeah. I've known you for a long time. Yeah, I'm left-handed and it said it in my, in my 23andMe results. That's crazy. Um, all you have to do is spit into the tube provided and mail it back to the lab. So now they have a new podcast. It's called Spit. And the new podcast from iHeartRadio with, with 23andMe, it discusses how science and DNA plays a role in society and in our lives and how your DNA story can be experienced today and a whole lot more. So it's uh, the host sits down with the biggest artists and influencers of our time, including Emmy-winning Darren Chris, who we love, love. right? Um, singer John Legend to discuss their own 23andMe. So join us, subscribe to the Spit Podcast, learn more about the DNA found in your spit, and understand who we are genetically and how we are connected to the world around us. So listen to full episodes now on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. As we said goodbye to Ben, they took some selfies, and Tanya, who has taken maybe 10,000 selfies in her life, just figured out where to look for the first time ever. Truly. I've never seen you not look at the... That was... You were looking, like, off, though. Like Yeah, it was weird. My eyes never yeah. looked that weird. Like something, something went awry. Something didn't go awry, <laughs> but I've never looked at the dot before. <laughs> like okay, the actual camera. Were, it was almost like you were looking for... Like, almost like you were looking at me and the camera. That's how yeah. far over you're at. What were you checking out? 
What were you interested in? I guess our symmetry. <laughs> I don't know, but wow. I don't like being the one to take the selfie because I feel like I look prettier when someone else takes the selfie. I just can't get everybody something in the frame. Something about the shape of my I face it. I don't like when I'm When you're extending it. your arm, it's yeah, your face something is affected does, by my, that. Yeah. Like I when like I do it, I can't get everybody in the frame. Well, yeah, because you're in the middle on that one. And how much better is that? I did okay on this. Okay. Um, ben is a gem. Great guy. Great guy. Quite a catch for somebody. He doesn't seem like he's... Not looking really, May. no. I'm right. waiting for May. May. He'll be ready by May. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. Who else do we know from different cities? Um, like, are there certain? Are there some? I mean, no, Bobby, but like, oh, Jason Tardick, Chicago guy. It said they did say like it might, you know, things would, but for some of those things would have to take a very serious turn in a different direction. <laughs> but yeah, never know. There's a lot of time in between now and May. All right. So for weeks, Tony's been wanting to talk about periods, and we have some time now. What is it the, exactly that you would like to say about periods? So many things. <laughs> like, so many things. All right, I'm going to turn my mic off. <laughs> you Why? Guys, well, I don't, I don't have much to contribute to this. Oh, my gosh. Okay, fine. I think periods are wonderful. I, I look forward to them every month. I just feel like we need to, like, open the conversation because guys get squirmy about, like, I always want to talk about periods on the morning show, and Mark's always like, meh. Well, that's an interesting thing because you're broadcasting to all of Los Angeles. But it's clinical. And all ages and families and old and young, and we just have to keep that in mind that some people would not be enjoying that conversation. But here's, I'm hey, this, uh, this show like, is different. Like, talking about it, if there's something to talk about about it is fine, but, like, I don't like getting my period. Like, it's not comfortable. I don't, like, thrive when I'm on my period. So I don't like to, like, really talk. I mean, I'm exactly, just Exactly. Like, but that's the thing. Like, we're all not thriving when we're on our period, but we all get them. I so know, it's but, like, like me let's not talk, talk about but it. Me not talking about it isn't because I'm scared or embarrassed about it. Or It's literally because I'm already on it. I don't want to talk about being on it. <laughs> so I get, like, really tired around my period. Like, Exhausted. the last thing I want to do is work anything. out or anything oh. like anything like that and so it really takes a lot like i'd literally have to sit there and be like tanya you can do this and i will literally stand there and just say tanya you can do this i i get uh like the day before mine i am so irritable i almost yeah. punted phoebe off of the balcony mm. because she is fully potty trained in my apartment and she looked at me she got i guess was mad at me and looked at me in the eye and peed on my carpet and oh, I when they look you in the eye and do it. Oh, oh man. it was so disrespectful. <laughs> and, and like the 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 I would have been upset anyway, but I'm normally pretty chill most of the time. The level of anger I felt, I was like, oh, I'm about to start my period. And I started my period the next day. It's true. Becca can really call it. Like you have really you're really in tune with your emotions. Yeah, because when I start feeling like things are bothering me that shouldn't bother me, I'm like, I think I can blame this on my period. Yeah. You get irritable. I get really emotional. I'm super emotional around my period. You're emotional all the time. <laughs> That's true. But it's heightened around my period. Do y'all's wives get different? Like, are they? do they act out? <laughs> I don't really notice much difference, and that's certainly not something I would call attention to if I did. That doesn't seem like a good move for guys to say. You mean to be like, are you What's going on? Period? Yeah, is that time? Yeah, that's not nice, and that's not a good thing to say. Uh, no, I don't really notice much of that. That's good. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, how much pain do you experience on a monthly basis? Because that seems to be a wide range. Some yeah. women, it's no big deal, but some women are down for the count. I mine's like 
the first day I'm like uncomfortable and cramping, but if I take Midol, it'll go away. I have friends who literally can't do like they're like you said, they're down for the count heating pads. Some of them have to go to the hospital sometimes. Like it can get really bad. I've had days where I need like a heating pad plus Motrin plus all the things. It sounds horrible. I always feel so bad because men don't go through this, mm-hmm. you know, and um, Allison and I, used, she probably hates that I'm bringing this up. We used to work at a movie theater together and um, she would come in with one of those hot water bottles, like the kind you see in a cartoon, like the big rubber ones. <laughs> she came with one of those just kind of like by her side and uh, it, it was felt like very like depression era, but um, <laughs> she's like, I need this. I am in so much pain. <laughs> I felt so bad for her. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just not, com- it's like, there's a lot that about it that's not physically comfortable. And on top of that, you do feel like mentally, like you're just irritable and you feel exhausted. And you're like losing parts of yourself. <laughs> like, I truly feel like I'm losing parts of myself. And I like, I feel like I'm being drained when I'm on my period. That's what's happening. I know. Yeah. yeah things. Or that's what's happening. Oh, nobody so, wants to have this conversation. We're having, having, we're having, we're having, we're having the conversation. It's, just, it's, it's, it's like if I was like, I really, it was like when we talked about Olive Garden and you're like, why, why are we talking about Olive Garden? Because it's, I want to talk about Olive delicious. Garden. Yeah. Like, when you're why there, your family. Part of our lives. Yeah, when you're there, your family. But it's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we all get them. For the most part, I would think that they suck. I guess unless you um, are not trying to get pregnant, it's very exciting to get your period. Okay. You know? Well, you know what? Then let's, <laughs> let's, Have you um, had that when you're like, oh, thank God. Have you had those moments? When I get my period? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, thank you. Like, I would I would do the uh, deal with God. You yeah, know, the right, deal right, with right. God prayer. Like, if I get my period, I will blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, so we can table this. We can throw it to listeners to shout us out if there's anything about periods. Like specific that you guys, topics. Specific it's topics. it's hard to just really. Generic, yeah. yeah. If there's Tampons anything... are the industry standard, right? Pads don't seem as common. And I'm sorry for my ignorance. Um, no, that's not ignorant at all, actually. I know one woman that we work with that only uses pads. Really? Yes. I also know people who, because of the uh, like chemicals and stuff that tampons are soaked in, won't use them and will only use pads. I could never because... Yeah. That sounds like torture. Torture. <laughs> What's wrong with pads? It just there's... You're just like bulk? stewing in your own uh, filth. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember wearing a diaper as a young child? Yeah. <laughs> it feels like that. Yeah. What about yeah. the diva cup? Where do you stand on that? I've never tried, tried it. Oh yeah. If you're our listeners, if you've tried it, weigh in. Yeah. Weigh in here. Weigh in. We'd like to know what you want to. What would you like to talk about with period? And we see commercials where they have wings on the pads. I, I don't even know what that is. That's so wings. that they. That's so wings. that they like. You can fold them and they stick and stay in place on Knew your it. underwear. I always thought that's what they were for. Oh, nice, Easton. Good job. Uh, back at, back home in Santa Cruz, I went over to a young lady's house and I opened her refrigerator and I saw a mason jar full of um, a liquid. And I understood that some people keep the discharge and oh, they cook with it. actually like I'm going to vomit. They cook with it? Cook with it. This is a very, very hippy-dippy thing to do. Oh. And I immediately canceled my plans to have spaghetti and meatballs that night at her house. <laughs> but... Uh, that that's crazy, right? Like, I mean, I don't want to judge. Houston, I cannot tell if you're kidding or not. I'm not kidding. This is 100 percent serious. 100% Can I tell serious. you? I have heard that um, this is a thing. If you put some of your period blood, if you put it in your guy's food and he eats it, um, he'll marry you. <laughs> why is that funny? This why, is like, why is that funny? <laughs> I hope that the guy in May is. I hope he's not listening. <laughs> I'm not saying I have. I'm not saying I have tried this. 
but I have encouraged people to do it. It just became May of 2027. <laughs> yeah. no, Wait, what? It was May of 2019. Just kept getting pushed back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get pushed <laughs> yeah, back she didn't say bit. what year. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She did. I know. I was... I was well, Easton took it to a dark place, but yeah. I think we can wrap it up. You know, I love where Easton took it. It was uh, uh, educational. Indeed it was. We need to thank some people. Let's, Let's thank do it. Care of Vitamins. Get 25% off your first month of personalized Care of Vitamins. Visit TakeCareOf.com and enter... Tilly! <laughs> Beach Body On Demand. Our listeners can get a special free trial membership, including their new 14-day results plan, where you can lose up to nine pounds in the first two weeks. A pound and a half a day, we figured out. A pound, point four a day. 1.4 a day. Yeah. When you text Becca to 303030, 30, what do you text to 303030? 30, 30? Becca! Audible. Remember, you can get three months of Audible for just six ninety five a month. Go to audible.com slash Becca T or text Becca T to 500-500. Talkspace. Go to Talkspace.com slash Becca and use the code Becca to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show here. Scrubbing in with Becca and Tanya. That's Talkspace.com slash Becca. And 23andMe, their news podcast, Spit. Listen to full episodes now on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, we got some food brought in today mm-hmm. for Teddy Mellencamp and the whole group that came in and worked out with her. That's right. I don't know where to begin. Luna Grill. Uh, Phenomenal. Yes. I have to say I ate their, like, I think it was the veggie kebab. Duh. Delicious. Well, that's the thing is you can incorporate healthy eating into your lifestyle at Luna Grill. It's a cross between fast, casual, and full-service sit-down. I feel like that's where we're going. That's a trend. That's where you want to be. Luna Grill combines the best of both worlds, giving down to the option of orders to go, deliver via online, Postmates, DoorDash, whatever you need. Healthy Mediterranean food, Luna Grill. Also, it was delicious. The Luna Grill app. Also, the Great Dane Baking Company. Okay, can I tell you that this is my family's like local bakery? Really? Yes. They, they provided the cake for our scrubbing in um, vote party that yeah. we had in Santa Monica. And I was like, this cake is beautiful. First of all, it was gorgeous, gigantic. That's and I was the thing like, about cake. It needs to taste great. It needs to look great. Yes. And they taste delicious, but they really do an extraordinary job of making them look so good. So when I found out, it's in Los Alamitos. And oh, Huntington Beach oh, and Laguna wow. Niguel. They make amazing custom cakes, wedding cakes, pastries. Uh, they're best known, of course, for their blue velvet cake and their bear claws. The, it, true. Like, truly, what a gem, this well, Great Dane Bacon Also, company. thank you to Think Thin. They sent over their protein and probiotics hot oatmeal. Great taste. A billion CFUs of live probiotics. Six grams of fiber. Ten grams of protein in each bowl. The energy to start your day supports your wellness. They got cinnamon almond, maple yep. pecan, blueberry harvest. And grocery stores are online at thinkproducts.com. And Mark, what do the both of us eat every single morning? Oatmeal. We eat oatmeal every day. Every Every day day we eat oatmeal. Yeah. And Teddy Mellencamp. What can you say about her? I mean, there's not enough time. But the All In by Teddy, the 30-minute cardio workout, is all about taking charge of your fitness anytime, anyplace. And with two different impact levels in one video, you can decide which is perfect for you. So uh, I obviously, I love Teddy, support her, um, and I think you guys should too. 30-minute cardio. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Do that every day and thank her later. Thank her later. Or if you want to get extra credit, do it twice. <laughs> nice. Full Good hour. Call. Good call. 60-minute mm-hmm. cardio. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um. Anyways, thank y'all. We have had some big shows. Big. Like I am like so proud of this podcast. I have been I have been proud of this podcast since day one. Or really, I yeah, since day one. But 
obviously once Tanya came on, it really became an element of like this could really be something. And so these past few weeks have made me realize like I know we have the People's Choice nomination and we're going to win. It's going to be awesome. But like beyond that, we're doing something really cool here. Ryan Seacrest, Sarah Drew, Justin Brunig, James Maslow, the Lady Gang, Peak Scrubbing In. Peak. Teddy Mellencamp. Ben Higgins. Ben Higgins. Juliana Rancic's going to come on. I'm hearing rumors of this. Mm -hmm. And like Ryan Seacrest asked to be on our podcast. He did. He did indeed. Yeah. So like now we can be like Ryan Seacrest asked to be on our podcast. Do you want to be on it? Yeah. Do you would you like to be on it too? (laughs) You know, like we have some leverage here. Yeah. Yeah. We should get audio of him asking and just like send that to people (laughs) in inboxes. Um, But anyways, I'm proud to work with y'all, and I'm really proud of this podcast. It's really just like something that feels right, like right, and that we're doing something bigger than just talking about periods every week and other things. I agree with your sentiment, Becca Tilly. And I think that we are all better people for having you in our lives. Oh, wow. Thank you. I'm really thriving in my 30s. That's that's <laughs> so right. Far, so A weekend. So yeah. far, so good. Um, I think we, we haven't really gotten to do... E- well, we did a lot of Ask It Guys with Ben. So that, we that did, yeah. Emails. But keep the emails coming. Scrubbing in at iHeartMedia.com. We'll get to a bunch of them next week. Um, I would like next week. I'd like to talk more about Grays. I had some breakthroughs with storylines that mm. I'm interested in. So. Me too. Good. Back Wait, to we it. We need to talk to that. Yeah. Um. Do you want to call? I called it last week, so it's up to you. Fifteen oh four. Time of death. Fifteen oh four. I'm gonna get rusty when you don't do it for a couple weeks.